1: This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Canty, Carlin, ESPN radio, Peter Burns, Randy Scott. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. And yes, I, I'm i supposed to care that your bracket and what you're doing. I really don't. I'm sorry, Randy. I, Come I on. just, listen, I know how many you got now? 17, 14, 18 brackets?
2: 14 brackets. 14 right. brackets. Doing, uh, sure. you know, the, the, the wide range of successful outcomes right now. It's success is not
1: one of them, for, for, but that for, was for some say. of them, yeah. I was waiting for the punchline there no, no, no. And I knew just, that like the only thing worse than having 14 brackets is not being successful in any of the 14, what? right? Because <laughs> even if you win, are you, are you parading around on Sports Center tomorrow? Like got the bracket, got the bracket. And everybody's like, w- is that number nine yeah, or is that number 13? Well, they, don't like, have, what bracket?
2: they don't have to know. And people are like, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you, uh, you know, root for things and how do you know if you, if you've won and how do you, if you win, you win, if you win money, mm. you're a winner. Who do I root for? I root for myself. This is easy.
1: Um, There's only, listen, I'll accept if you are a bracket of integrity person, right? And you somehow had Princeton. Or if you're sitting there going, hey, you know what? I love Furman. I like that matchup against Virginia. And you have it, and you have the one bracket. I respect that hat tip to you. I'm still a three-bracket person. The first bracket is gut. Okay, so what you do as soon as you get it as soon as it's off the printer, you grab it thirty seconds or less, you just go, go, go. what my gut feeling is and, and you only have thirty seconds to fill it out that's one, okay. The second one is a brain bracket to where all right i'm going to look at this, okay, hey, Marcus Sasser might be injured i don't know how far they'll go. I don't like this matchup. These guys have been playing well, I like the pace of play. You take like an hour right, right, grab lunch, you do that that's your that's your actual brain bracket mm. Mm-hmm. And then you go with the heart bracket. Like, what do I want to see? And it's not like your favorite team winning. It could be like your rival losing in the first round. Yes. Like, I, I hate the Kentucky Wildcats, so I, I just want them to lose to Providence today. Whatever that may be.
2: Yeah, yeah. You root, or, or, or I just want to see chaos. You know, it becomes a, it becomes a you know, like, a, like one of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. You know, some men just want to see the world burn. burn. And, and sometimes yep. you just have, you know, Furman beating Virginia. You, throw, you know, some darts. Some real chaotic darts. We almost saw that
1: earlier today. Kennesaw State, uh, a fantastic matchup there against Xavier. Xavier got out to a a huge lead, and then all of a sudden, Kennesaw State came back, roaring back. In fact, with nine minutes to go, they were up 13 in that game. 94% chance to win to circle their name, to move on to round two, Xavier ends up coming back and winning that game. So uh, looking forward to... Is Adam Kunkel, is that who we're going to have on a little bit later over there for that Xavier? correct. Yeah. Okay, he's going to be joining us in about 25 minutes. We'll ask him about what it was like on uh, that back-and-forth game earlier and almost like a little like a little uh boxing uh, like a little tiff with him and a teammate earlier yeah. in that game right when the getting
2: was getting good. Yeah, Sule Boom, it was in the midst of yeah. uh it was in the midst of Xavier's comeback and he and Sule Boom got into it where they had to kind of be separated during a timeout and leading into a timeout and uh we might ask him just, you know, whether yeah. Just you know what, what sort of hurt words were thrown around.
1: You know, are you going to ask that question or, I or will am ask, I? Yeah, okay, I'll ask you it. you're on the hook for that. You're not going to back down, and I'm going to be <laughs> looking at you, going, "Are you going to ask it? Are you going to ask it?" I right?
2: think. Hey, listen, Kunkle and I can talk tattoos too, man. Like he's he's okay. got me beat in a big way.
1: Okay. Uh, I don't know if I know about your tattoo, nor do if I want to know about your tattoo. We will uh, pause that. It is time now for the Boost Mobile Tournament Preview. Um, a team that has been tattooed over the last couple of years is Kentucky's Wildcats, right? Like, you you go back and look at Coach Cal in the history that he had going back to UMass and then at Memphis and then at Kentucky, and he had these fantastic teams, always couldn't recruit well, but now they haven't had that success. And as I started looking at the storylines, I really wanted to see Texas and Texas A and M, right? Because they, you know, the football rivalry. They're going to be SEC opponents here in a couple of years ago. And A and M laid an egg yesterday, and Penn State looked fantastic. They were awesome. Okay, uh, Funk hit like eight three pointers. He was great and, and, and completely screwed up my bracket. But the other one I ha- I wouldn't I couldn't wait to see not because I'm an SEC guy, Randy, was what was going to happen with Coach Cal and the Wildcats, okay? I mean, about a month ago, this team was on the bubble. They lost to St. Peter's last year, okay? We go back to the, a couple years ago where they were out of the NCAA tournament. They lost to Robert Morris in the first round. Like, this is unKentucky like and I, and I circled that. Along with Rick Pitino and Iona, who's in action right now, that was kind of the coaching matchup that I wanted to see, and I'm not sure if there's any other coach this week, the entire week, that has more pressure on them than Coach Cal and the Kentucky Wildcats. Now, that's not fair to the Wildcat players who are either freshmen or sophomores or they transferred in. Like, But that's what they signed up for, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I Wow. I mean, the, the most pressure, though, I feel like Kentucky is sort of – I feel like they are – and you would know because you're in that part of the world here, Peter. But and, and obviously at the SEC network as well, are they the most unhinged collegiate basketball fan base down in the SEC?
1: Uh, in the SEC, for sure. I mean, okay. Arkansas has a hell of a of a fan base, but I think that they're fel- They fairly understand. Hey, listen. And, and by the way, they've had a lot of success with Eric Musselman, who has been done done a great job uh, since he got over there to Fayetteville. But yeah, I think Big Blue Nation is much like. Um, Alabama football, okay, or Ohio State football, or I was going to say Lakers fans, but Lakers aren't very good right now. But just maybe even Yankees fans, when they're hey, yeah, we won six three, but come on, I mean the the relief pitching was just atrocious there in the seventh. Like they will complain about something, but they legitimately have a gripe right now. And and I'm and I'm looking at this as I go back and forth, and tell me on your. On your roster, of all these 65 teams that we're in, or 68 with the playing games, was there one team or one coach that you felt, even if you don't have a dog in the hunt, you like you wanted to watch to see if they were going to be able to live up to the hype? Because I don't know if I feel that way about Purdue. Like, I don't know if I feel that way even about Kelvin Sampson in Houston. Like, oh, they're a one seed. Now, maybe a little bit with Nate Oates because of the Brandon Miller situation and all of that. But Yes, yes. I, is that where you go? You're going?
2: Yeah, I think that's, I mean, it's sort of dovetailing into the uh, the uh, villainy conversation that we had earlier about the NFL with, with Aaron Rodgers. I think a lot of years there are a lot of people who are going to look at Blue Bloods and sort of look over the fence into the rich neighbor's yard, right? And say, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Kansas stumble. I'm sick of Kansas. I need you know. I wouldn't mind seeing you know Kentucky stub its toe. Uh, And I think there's just a way that Cal has conducted himself. There's a way that he's conducted his program. There's a way that he was apologetic before it was unapologetic, rather before it Mm -hmm. was okay to do so about the one and done. That people still you know purists, aka old fans, you know how they how they root for him to fail. So I I think that's always going to be there for him at that university.
1: I, Randy Scott, Peter Burns here in for Canty and Carlo on ESPN Radio. And we want to hear from you, right? As far as what, what, who has pressure? And I'll expand it to even more than college basketball right now. I mean, we're talking about it because of the NCAA tournament is going on. But I do feel like Cal and the Cats are one of those teams that they, universally, they've traditionally had a lot of success. They had a lot of expectations, but they haven't lived up to that hype, Right. Mm-hmm. There are certain teams that are like that, that just have not lived up to it. I remember covering the, the Georgia Bulldogs for the longest time when Mark Rick was their head coach. Rick, a great guy, really good head coach. But at some point, people looked at it and go, how are, you, how are you in the middle of SEC country, all these great athletes, you always have good teams, and yet you can't break through? It's been 1980 since you won a national championship. Guess what? Kirby Smart comes in there, and now they're the new gold standard of college football, without a doubt. Right. There's no question that it's Georgia and everybody else is trying to compete with them right now. And I look at Kentucky and think, is this a similar situation? I- and that's why I'm so intrigued about the game against Providence today to find out if this is another one and done. And by the way, they were one and done in the SEC tournament as well. Yeah. Right. This was yeah. not a hey. All right. Well, they went on a run and this got a bad draw against Providence like they lost in the first round of of the tournament in Nashville. And if you do that after the last couple seasons, I mean, there were already a lot of fans that were saying... I mean, they literally legitimately removed a sign in the middle of the season from Rupp Arena that said, Coach Cow, go to Texas, meaning yeah. where Chris Beard was at after he got relieved of his duties instead of Rodney Terry, who I believe should get that job. But they wanted Coach... Coach Cal there, and they actually had to remove a fan that had that sign in Rupp Arena. That's crazy. It's
2: Uh, In in Big Blue Nation. It it is. You look at one, two, I mean, I'm losing count of the number of of Final Four appearances. One, two, three, four. Uh, Yeah, four at Kentucky and the national title, but it's been eight years since they've been to the Final Four. It's been eight years since that deep of a, of a of a tournament run, and now if you if just making the NCAA tournament is quote unquote success in Kentucky, uh, that's just not a that's not a calibrated set of expectations that that fan base is willing to embrace.
1: Eight 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 say ESPN is eight 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 seven two nine thirty seven seventy six. As I start thinking about it, these other teams that have this expectation that have pressure, okay? Like I I, I don't know if like the, even the Chiefs. If they have that pressure, I would tell you this, the Jets are going to be right in that mix. Now, with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. now, now when you land Aaron Rodgers, Robert Sala has done a fantastic job putting together, I think, a really good defense. They've got Garrett Wilson. They've got some great wide receivers. They may get Randall Cobb. They just got Alan Lazard. Uh, he's excited about it. I'd put the Jets in maybe the most pressure-packed situation, really, in all of sports, because it's it's not even, I don't think, a make-a-playoff situation for the Jets once you get Aaron Rodgers right? I mean this is a what what is a reasonable expectation right now Randy if you if you are a Jets Jets fan?
2: <laughs> it's no it is it is making it to the divisional round of the playoffs whether that's through a bye you know, whether you're you're locking down the one seed in the AFC or just winning a wild card game to get there, it is the second round of the postseason. But it was interesting and I'm trying to find the quote from Alan Lazar during his introductory press conference today when he talked about Aaron Rodgers and he talked about why he got there. Uh, me and my decision to go win that Lombardi. Okay, so me and my decision coming here was purely based off of that, his relationship with with and potential of working again with Rodgers. Making sure I'm doing what's best for my career. Obviously, him being here, it definitely helps the entire organization to take that next step, make a deep playoff run, and go win that Lombardi trophy. So he is already talking about not only playoff expectations, but Super Bowl expectations. And that's something that hasn't been said for the Jets what maybe in our lifetimes Peter I I mean
1: I don't know if they were talking about that in the Mark Sanchez days nice. you No, know, I mean when Rex was there I mean we're, yeah. were Jets fans I mean I we'd have to ask Greeny on that would the Jets fans truly think hey listen this year I mean it's Super Bowl or bus but that's going to be the only mentality that Jets fans should have now I guess I guess you can back it down depending on what the trade is going to look like, right? Mm -hmm. Like if if you come out here and it looks like kind of this Brett Favre trade where it's a couple of draft picks here and there and they switch a couple of things, no harm, no foul. Hey, you know, the Packers have already packed up their stuff. They just said, "We're, we're moving on, just whatever we can get, let's go. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Because if that was the case, the Packers would have already made this deal. Okay, The Packers would have said, we're done with Aaron Rodgers. Let's get rid of him. I don't want to even think about the guy anymore. Jordan Love, you're our dude. We love you. Let's go. We ride with you. But that's not the case, which which means to me, Randy, that you're looking at a situation in which the Packers are going to want something, and they're probably going to want a decent amount, and it continues to pop up, especially after Aaron says, yeah, I'm going to be there. Especially after Alan Lazard says, hey, I work out with Aaron, and by the way, uh, I can't wait for twelve to be my quarterback.
2: Like, yeah, I mean, no, he, that didn't he, help the situation. He makes it. That's one of the first things. that obviously, standing here today, it feels good knowing that twelve going to be my quarterback again. Hmm. And with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, the possibility of wins is always a thing. With that being said, he was asked about the team ceiling. He goes, "With that being said, it's really the Super Bowl." That's what he said. <sighs> Do you, but do you, it sounds like you don't? I mean, like, okay, let's just say it all comes together. Let's say it is, you know, uh, future ones or whatever it is, and that's just a problem for the future Jets, okay? What do you think the ceiling is? Looking at the roster, looking at Garrett Wilson, what they really have managed to retain on the defensive side of the football, and it was a top 10 defense a year ago. Let's say you add Aaron Rodgers, you add Lazard, you have Wilson, maybe a healthier Brees Hall midway through the season. What do you do?
1: Then to me, I look at this and go, it's going to be all for naught because I don't see them being better than the Chiefs right off the bat. I don't see them being better than the Bengals right off the bat. I don't see them being better than the Bills. You mean to tell me all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers, who, again, was 90 percent committed, saying when he was going into his darkness retreat, was done, was ready to walk away from the game, that the flame burns so brightly that he's going to be there and want to go through OTAs. He's going to sit there and go with every single speck of a playbook. And maybe he does. Right. Maybe it's just kind of rekindling of his passion about the sport. And I would be really pissed off if I was a, a Packer fan if I hear that, right? Like if yeah, all of a sudden yeah. he he's sitting there mentoring every single draft pick and he's going through every single bit of minutia with with Nathaniel Hackett as OC as a Packers fan, that would make me want to throw up. Like where was this? Like where where when you were just ah, I'll kind of show up whenever let the let the wide receivers try to figure it out. Where was that? I if that happens. I still don't think this is going to be the storybook ending that the Jets are going to want. The storybook ending for the Jets, if you're going to make a deal like this, especially if there's a couple of first round—I don't know if there'll be first round draft picks—but a, a decent haul is to at least play in the AFC Championship game. I don't think they are they I don't think that they would be able
2: to do that even with Aaron Rodgers at 40 years old. I agree with you. Not—not—not not, not in a conference with Patrick Mahomes, with Justin Herbert, with Joe Burrow, and now. Uh, uh, Refurbished is putting it lightly a, uh, a, a you know fortified offensive line there in Cincinnati. I just yeah. I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers there is a bit of a struggle. Let's say Lamar Jackson stays in conference. Aaron Rodgers is the fifth best quarterback in the conference. Yep, yeah. in just a- in the AFC. <laughs>
1: But then again, what was the what was it before with, um, with Zach? The 31st I mean,
2: best. <laughs> twenty
1: eight. so I guess you <laughs> did move up a little bit uh, at, right there. Uh, by the way, you could switch to Boost Mobile for the power to save on one of America's largest 5G networks. Okay, um, we see Rick Patino right now. Um, he looks tan compared to how he normally looks. He always had that kind of like powdery vampire look going for him. He, mm-hmm. he, looks, he looks good. He looks spry. He said he wants to coach to 80. Iona, of course uh playing pretty good basketball right now and we see the success that he's had i i want to do this i don't have a dog in the hunt right i'm an lsu tiger fan mm-hmm. and so i i need a cinderella team okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask our listeners here on canty and carlin help me adopt the cinderella team 888 say espn is a number 888-729-3776 pitch us your idea and I'll roll with it the rest of the tournament. All right, we'll adopt a Cinderella team coming up next after Randy tells you a little bit about FanDuel.
2: All right, this March, Peter, take your first shot at hoops with FanDuel Sportsbook and get ten times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to two hundred dollars. That's right, just bet twenty bucks and you'll land two hundred in bonus bets, win or lose. That's two hundred you could spend betting everything from the money line to point spreads to that sneaky matchup you've been eyeing. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. There's no better place to bet than FanDuel Sportsbook. Sign up today by going to fanduel.com/play and make every moment more with FanDuel all March long. Robert Half research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers
1: are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI To connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative
3: and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results.
1: This is the Canty and Carlin podcast.
3: Peter Burns, Randy Scott in
1: for Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. I love I love how we had Rob Ninkovich on earlier today and we asked him, "What do you think about Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson?" You hear him like, "I'm ordering a Guinness." Like he, he was just, he, he was ready to go. He was out there, man. He was
2: in amongst the people. He
1: was ready to uh, roll. He was a guy that was ready to roll. Uh, it was Adam Kunkel joining us right now here on ESPN radio, the senior guard for Xavier uh, eight points, huge three pointer late in that game to put him up and uh, six dimes as well. Adam, uh, before we talk about your St. Patty's day plans, because you're going to be playing a little bit more basketball, walk me through the moment where you guys are down to Kennesaw state by, I believe 13 with nine minutes ago, you turn to Sean Miller. What is he saying to you guys? As a team, that kind of spurred this comeback.
4: Uh, yeah, he. I mean, he was just telling us like we got to keep fighting. Uh, we got never, never lay down. Just keep fighting. Uh, keep chipping away, and that that we we're not going to make this happen in one play. We're not going to hit a fifteen pointer. We just got to keep chipping away and keep fighting, keep going at them.
2: So, all right, Adam, I'm watching this. We're, we're dialed in. Like, I, I I don't know if you guys know that in the moment. I assume you do just because you're used to playing in front of large crowds and televised games and whatever. But, I mean, this campus, this ESPN campus, we're dialed into this game, dialed into the comeback and the run you guys made. And we saw, speaking of the fight, a little bit of back and forth between you and one of your teammates. What, what happened with Sule there uh, ahead of the timeout?
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, you know how it is. It's, it's the heat of the game, the intensity of the game. Uh, it was just a little miscommunication, but it's—I mean—that that's just two players that are are giving it all to the game, are fighting to come back and and have a lot of passion for the game. But yeah, it's, it's just a—it's just a little miscommunication, and we both of us—I mean, it's, we're both seniors. We don't want to—we don't want that to be our last game playing. So I mean, it's just—we yeah. had a lot of love for the game, a lot of, and we just—we were just fighting. we were just. Showing intensity, you know how it
2: is for sure. For sure, and then what I loved though was later, and I mean we're talking a clutch bucket that Sule missed that with that layup with less than a minute to go, and then seeing you embrace him during one of the timeouts after that. It just shows how quickly this stuff gets buried in the heat of the moment. To your point,
4: yeah, absolutely. Like you said, heat of the moment, uh, regardless of the outcome, that's always going to be my boy. Even if we get into it, uh, that's always going to be my boy. We're both giving it, giving everything we have to this game, and, and and we're in it together for sure.
1: Adam Kunkel, uh, Xavier senior guard, monster basket late into that game to uh, to squash to come back and, and kind of Cinderella story that was brewing with Kennesaw State. Adam, you you weren't always with Xavier, right? And so when you when you transferred in from Belmont, walk me through this. I'm so fascinated. We talk so much in theory about the transfer portal, this and that. Like when you talk about the, like what the transfer portal is and how it's changed, changed the game of college hoops. What does that mean to you?
4: Uh, it means a lot. I, I I was at Belmont my first year, uh, or my first three years. Uh, I was able, I was fortunate enough to go to the tournament with Belmont my freshman year. Uh, so that was an amazing, I had an amazing experience at Belmont, love Belmont. Uh, but yeah, putting my name in the portal, I was just kind of looking to go back home, looking to take a bigger step kind of get into a bigger conference, uh, just to show that my ability can, can translate to that next level. And yeah, the transfer portal gave me that opportunity. Uh, I was blessed blessed enough to have Xavier uh calling at my door and it's nice to be able to be at a place like x uh right right close to home I'm like 15 minutes at home so it's it's a blessing to be able to have all my family and friends come to games my last year so it's been a blessing
2: Adam you look at the I don't know how much you've let yourself look at the road ahead I mean I can tell you what the bracket looks like I'm sure coach Miller has sort of a one and done like let's Let's tackle the Wolf closest to the state. One game
1: but, at a time. Right? Yeah, yeah, of
2: course. We can throw all the cliches out just like Coach Miller can, but I'm looking at a possibility of you guys locking up with either Iowa State or Pitt. What, just first blush, what do you know about either or both of those schools?
4: Uh, man, I know that they're they're both good, hard-playing schools, so uh, either team we get, it's going to be a dog fight, and we're going to be ready for that, trying to get that one more win to get to that Sweet Sixteen.
1: Last one here for you, Adam. Walk me through what that process is like. Okay, you guys get the big win. You you go back and look at film. Are you automatically getting a scouting report? Are you watching the game right now, going between Pitt and Iowa State? Like, wh- wh- what is what is your day like besides talking to us? Too.
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, we're just all back at the hotel, uh, kind of watching these games, keeping an eye on who who we're going to be playing. And while we're doing that, that you know how the coaches are—they're they're doing their scouting, getting us ready to to go against that next opponent. But we'll we'll have film later on tonight, and probably a little walkthrough of 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 the plays they they run like out of under out underneath out of bounds. Uh, so yeah, like you said, it's just trying to get to that next game and, and focus on who we're going to be playing next.
2: When you uh,
1: when you powered up your phone afterwards, how many text messages do you have?
4: Man, a lot. That's one thing I told these guys uh, on our team because no one else is into the tournament. I kind of just let them know, like, like when you're playing in March and you're playing on this big of a stage, like every person, you know, is watching these games. Like people are going to be coming out of the woodworks, texting you congrats and stuff like that. So uh, just it's just such a special moment to be able to play in this tournament.
1: So do you take time? I mean, how many can you like respond to it? Do you like them? Do you just send an emoji like thumbs up? Or do you just say, man, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that and respond to these texts
4: later? Uh, Yeah, I usually just like a good amount of them. And then my my close friends and family, I'll respond to them. Uh, But yeah, like you said, mainly it's just getting that focus on that next game. We still got a lot more to do. All
2: right, so we talked about Coach Miller. We're talking to Adam Kunkel here of the Victorious Savior Musketeers team, and that was an absolute fight to get to this point. And I wonder what Coach Miller says to you guys in terms of either caution about celebrating or does he sort of nudge you guys and be like, yo, soak this in for a day and then we'll get back after it or a night or whatever it is within reason.
4: Uh yeah, it's pretty much just soak it in right now, enjoy the moment. Uh but uh later on tonight like after this this pit uh Iowa State games over like it's it's time to lock back in and and know that we we're, we're going to have another dog fight on our hands come Sunday.
1: I love it. Uh, it is fantastic. And then now you know on whether or not you are a close friend and relative to Adam Kunkel. If he liked your text, you're not. You're not on the list. But if you responded to you, you were in the trust tree. Adam, go celebrate with your boys, man. Congratulations on the big victory, the big game, and y'all continue to roll, all right?
4: Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys for having me. All right. Congrats, man. I think,
1: would you would you respond to my text if I tweeted you, in, 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 or would you just kind of like
2: it? I'd respond, I, I like, I'd respond to it. Are you kidding me? Okay. Come on Just, now, I owe you a I owe you a T-shirt. I'm surprised we made it this far into the show. I have a T-shirt for you. I got it. it I got it at Joshua Tree. I got it actually at uh, God, Pappy and Harriet's in um, in High Des there in, in outside Palm Springs. I I have it at my house. I Have it sent it to your to your house. Got your address I, and everything. I have no excuse totally forgot about that
1: yeah, like dude. you could have gone on and not been a horrible human being you just <laughs> totally reminded me of the fact that you texted me out of the blue like hey you're an LSU fan right I got this great um great this t-shirt this Old school
2: t-shirt. Like, send it. Like, from the 80s type of t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I asked y'all,
1: 888-729-3776, help me adopt a Cinderella team. Xavier's not really, they don't meet that threshold, right? Sean Miller's our head coach. They're a 3C. Like, they were favored. Is there a team? Tom in Texas, you got a perfect underdog for us to adopt the remaining part of the tournament? Who do you got?
4: Uh, I do. I have the perfect team. It's, uh, It's Princeton. And let me tell you why. Not not just that they're a 15 seed and beat a number two Arizona Wildcat, but they beat them handily. And what we want is, hey, the the guys at Princeton are going to be running the country. They are educated. They're really really smart. They're good in other sports like maybe some running or or, or, or sculling if you know what I mean from England. But to win, <sighs> to win, or go as far as possible. And to face, perhaps, in their conference or in their bracket, Alabama. I mean, there's the David and Goliath story. So I'm saying, Peter, jump on the bandwagon of Princeton. Let those smart guys win a few. Let them uh, be
1: athletic soon. <laughs> well, Tom, thank you for the phone call. We did see them. They look pretty damn athletic against Arizona, knocking the uh, the Wildcats out early again. Stosh, I want to bring you in here because I believe you are a M-I-Z-Z-O-U fan. That would be Missouri Tigers. Is that correct, Stosh? That is correct. Okay. How do you feel about that? Uh, can I adopt Princeton or are you putting the kibosh on that because you are a Tiger fan? That's who they face next. Uh I don't think we can be friends if you do that. Okay, <laughs> he would not like my text. I, no.
2: Yeah, I. I mean, are we really? I mean, was that a that felt like a high level troll job? That was like Zach Galifianakis on the phone. Like we're um, supposed to root for them because they're successful and because they do something called skull. Listen,
1: they're gritty. They're gritty upstart young men who we don't know if they'll have a future outside of basketball for right. a lot of time. So Find you just kind of you kind of pull for these stories, these Disney Plus stories in the making. That would be that young Princeton squad, yeah. but. Again, I think that's why I'm, I'm intrigued about what's going on. And we'll talk about this a little bit later in about 20 minutes about the conference or these NCAA tournament expanding. Okay, because once it expands, are we going to get more Cinderella teams or are we going to get more of the power five, you know, traditional blue bloods into the tournament? And I think it's going to be a mixture because if it isn't, it'll change forever. All right, coming up, bracket guy, fantasy football guy, and even poker guy makes an appearance. Randy Scott, Peter Burns. This is Ganty and Carlin on ESPN Radio.
0: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
1: Canty and Carlin, the podcast.
0: I was so ready to
1: adopt a Kennesaw state like Sally Struthers would want me to do as my Cinderella team. I had it all down. We were going to have Amir Abdul-Rahim, the head coach of Kennesaw State, on if they knocked off Xavier. Learned all this stuff about Kennesaw. Was all fired up for it. Did you know that Ty Pennington, remember he would do the home, extreme home makeover, stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Kennesaw State guy. Did not
2: know that. He, had, he has one of those voices, man, that it's just seemed to be yeah. gifted from the gods.
1: Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Kennesaw State guy. Get did you know that? Here. Like did I had done, that. I was ready. I, was, I had all my Kennesaw State fan. Oh, I was on the bandwagon. My. They're up by 13. Yeah. I basically circled them. I've told everybody, get to true television. I don't even know what true television is. I told them all, <laughs> everybody to go there. Randy Scott. <laughs> and as was, soon as you do that, it was the sports karma of a of a text or a tweet. I know. I got to stop doing it because I, as <laughs> soon as I did that, I jinxed it.
2: I misidentified. I was looking. I was looking at the South region, and mm-hmm. I was like, either twelve seed Charleston or thirteen seed Furman is moving on to at least the second round. One of the two. One of the science. two. I picked the wrong one. I thought was, I was on the Charleston bandwagon, and they gave they gave the Aztecs a, a battle. So yeah, you can play that sad song. They could be my sad puppy in my arms. Although from what I recall from those commercials, that none of the puppies die. Uh, the, the the puppies very much are up for for. Yeah, adoption and being saved. So we're we're sort of putting a macabre uh, spin on this. I don't know if Sarah McLaughlin, not Irish, uh, would would appreciate that. I don't
1: know. They're cold. All they want is a warm shelter. That's it. That, and that's what we're asking for you. 888-729-3776. Peter Burns, Randy Scott. I'm looking for a team to adopt because like I said, I'm an LSU guy, right? I'm excited LSU Texas A&M college baseball. They're going to be uh, first pitch here in an hour and 15 minutes. I'm going to be locked into that. I can't wait for it. I'll be watching March Madness, but I I always need that dog in the hunt, mm-hmm. right? Like give me a reason to watch. And
2: uh, oh, you got you. I got you one. Just got excited. You have one. Yeah, I Four. do. North Northwestern Wildcats. Heard of them? <sighs> Does it have to be not from a Power Five conference? Even even, <sighs> even even though even though you're the, you know, you're the. Yeah, it can't be power. Like if you're
1: giving a Cinderella. If I'm going to adopt a team, like I'm a I'm a I'm truly going to adopt somebody. Like someone that I didn't even know what their mascot was until like 15 minutes ago. Wild okay. Games. Like Northwestern, it's yeah. kind of like asking me to pull for even Princeton. Like, no, it's yeah. not. It's no, tough no to it's to pull not. for the Ivy League kids.
2: Okay. Not Ivy like, League kids were kids, they're kids who couldn't get into Ivy League schools. That's, I mean, that's. Uh, no, but uh, their diet. Their diet, Ivy. Diet, Ivy. Are. How very dare you, sir? Here's the thing about Northwestern. Oh, okay. Here's the thing about Northwestern. I'm so glad you asked. I'm glad we opened okay. this up. Uh, but hey, no, Randy, how, What about Northwestern? <laughs> If you want to go the the famous alumni route? I mean yes. my god man, do you like do you like comedy at all? Julia Louis-Dreyfus. David Solid. Schwimmer. Pretty Stephen good. Colbert. Zachary Braff. The okay. list, I mean, the list goes on. Decent. Yeah, strong to quite strong. Seth Seth Myers, Seth Myers, much? Okay. Really?
1: <laughs> that was a good with Seth Myers. got to be honest with you. Thank
2: you. Him. Um I ask that
1: question because I do like there there has to there, there traditionally is that team, right? There's going to be that team. Um, and I want to ask you as we go forward now, you of one of 14 brackets. Yeah, buddy. If you did have your draft worst guy, is it bracket guy that's going to break down their entire bracket? Is it fantasy football guy? on every single Monday that tells you what transpired and how he lost by .7 because of a stat correction? Mm. Is it poker bad beat guy? Let me tell you about what the river turned that. Is it golf scorecard guy that goes through hole by hole? What happened in his round of golf? Is there one I'm not even thinking mm. of? Mm. If uh, you had to rank them, the worst of the worst.
2: Does Jim guy count? This Uh, gym guy, like gym notebook guy, notepad guy, who tells you about his work.
1: Guy today, I saw it. I was pretty. I was pretty impressed with the fact that you would just bring that out. And I don't know if that's for him. Because the technology exists where you don't actually need the notebook, it almost feels mm-hmm. like the kind of I'm going to try, and everybody else is going to look that I'm writing in the notebook while I'm actually working out and watching mm-hmm. March uh, the NCAA tournament games. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's the case.
2: <laughs> I have I have to be careful here because at there I know I work with a gym notebook guy here at ESPN. You see him over at the ESPN gym. Not going to name his name, and he's in phenomenal shape. So whatever he's doing yep. is working. I'm co anchoring, co hosting right now with a golf guy. Are you golf scorecard guy? Uh, that goes through the entire
1: round? It goes through the entire round. I, I I can't only because I hate those people so much. And I okay. love my dad. My dad's my best friend, but my yeah. dad will literally go through every... Hey, you know what? Yesterday, I'm sitting there on number 4, 80 yards out, make a double. I don't care. I love you. You're my father. We'll watch. We'll love. We'll we'll, we'll hug. We, right. We'll watch the games together. I can't do the golf scorecard
2: thing. This is why this works, because you are golf nut, but you are not golf scorecard guy. I am yeah. fantasy football nut. I'm in eight leagues every year, but I'm not Monday morning recap the bad beats from the day before. And I'm 14 bracket guy, but I'm not going to go through my bracket with you unsolicited. You know, I'll listen to you talk about it. Okay. I love it. And to me, bracket guy is better than fantasy football guy. Fantasy football guy is 18 weeks. Bracket guy is three weeks.
1: That's true. That is true. So just know if you find Randy Scott looking at you at the ESPN gym and you write in a notebook, oh, man. it's not a good relationship. He might and be listening. And if you ever have a conversation with Randy Scott about your bracket, he may make eye contact with you, but he does not care. Not at all. <laughs> we'll talk NFL draft, most interesting division in football next, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin Podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.